welcome everybody to The Detectress on The Detectress. And here we are already, season two, episode three, and we're here with Emma. Hello, Emma. How are you today? Good. I'm good. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. Loving series two so far. Obviously, we went through episode one and episode two with Ellie and Ross. And yeah, really enjoying what's happened so far. And I'm really glad Lance and Andy are back on track. And obviously... Becky and Andy had their baby, very cute Stanley, so that's a lot of fun. And interested to see where it's going, especially with this episode. Who is the mystery mm. woman? Mm. Who is the mystery blonde? Will what it do you think? Revealed? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Will it all be revealed? But yeah, I was dead impressed last week with Andy's uh, sleuth work hiding behind a tree <laughs> and trying to catch Lance out um, by asking him where he was. But we never saw any any sign of the galvanized nails that Andy requested uh, when Lance was saying he was at Screwfix. So yeah, I think Andy might be on to him. <laughs> yeah, definitely suspicious there. Very suspicious. And we met the mayor for the first time, didn't we? we I always did. say when those club doors open, something mad's going to happen and so, in came mm, the mayor. Somebody weird comes in. Now that mayor to me looks a bit dodgy as it himself, like a bit suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit suspicious. So he came in and out again and he, he wants it all to be kept hush-hush and he'll make a very handsome um, donation to the club, <laughs> doesn't he? So, yes, we can only boy. imagine... <laughs> <laughs> Very much a bit, Dale Boy. Yes. What's that mayor been up to? Um, so we open up this episode um, with Russell and Hugh. Um, they're turning up to the car park. So this yes. area where the mayor mystic- mis- mysteriously lost his big mares. And what do you call those mares? Mayor. Chains. Mayor chain. Yeah. I've just exactly. that's what I've, I've just written down. Looking for the mayor's chain. <laughs> the mayor's bling. Ceremonial <laughs> chain. Bling. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Ceremonial chain. Um, so yeah, they're uh, they're up there, and Hugh is asking Russell exactly that to describe what he's looking for, really, because he's obviously not familiar, is he? So yeah, Russell's words. He says chunky chain. So yeah, they are chunky chain for <laughs> they're sure. Pretty sizable. <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine the signal? That would blow your ears off, wouldn't it, when you came across that? <laughs> so, yeah, Hugh is wondering why he wore it here, and Russell suggests that uh, it's best not to think too hard about it, isn't it? Mm. You don't, you don't mm. want your imagination going places. So, um, yeah, Russell and Terry last week were giving each other knowing looks, and Hugh wasn't quite sure at the time. I think the pennies even dropped for Hugh, hasn't it? It's Old, very uh, innocent, so innocent it's Hugh. still a bit, like, none the wiser. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like why why um so yeah they're uh they're sort of slowly searching in the bushes aren't they uh next to the car park and you see them walking towards dusk, the camera isn't it really at this time yeah. so. <laughs> it's pretty late i think they went straight out after they'd been in the club then all of a sudden there's all these headlights that appear yeah. behind them isn't yeah. it <laughs> i really enjoyed this scene because again talk about Mackenzie and how his face acting like you know you can tell what's going on just with the movements of his face and the expressions and the same is true with these two so they're aware of the movement behind them and they both sort of slowly turn around don't they and have a look and uh, yeah we can only imagine what they're seeing at this point (laughs) but they do uh, they do sort of describe it for us don't they and poor innocent Hugh after this I don't think he's so innocent anymore is he? (laughs) They say it without (laughs) seeing it don't they? They they do leave a lot to the, the 
viewer's imagination, but um, it is, it's quite clever. Yes. They don't actually say what it is. but uh... <laughs> It's the way that Hugh's like, do you think that's what the mayor was doing? <laughs> Russell's like, possibly. <laughs> and then do you think he was wearing his chain while he was doing it? <laughs> Suppose so. Um, and then what for? And Russell's like, sense of power. Um, so yeah, Hugh immediately is like, can we go home now? I don't want to stick around here any longer. They're both being scarred by what they're seeing in front of themselves. And then Russell sort of turns and cheekily says, points, doesn't he? And he goes, mm-hmm. that one, she's going to catch her death. Yeah, <laughs> and we all know what that well, means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that was a bit of fun. There's, if there was any doubt as to what the mayor was up to up in that car park, <laughs> it's all cleared up for anyone <laughs> of adult age. <laughs> and uh, then we see them sort of both walk off, sort of sideways, shuffling away, so not to be noticed, and then the title comes in. So, yeah, very interesting. And we cut to scene two. And I was a bit confused at first, the way that scene two opens up. And Lance is in the supermarket, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you noticed though the the little jewel that they have in that in the intro. That's like the replica of the really famous Alfred jewel. So I love that they're um, sort of like little Easter egg to that. If you know your like historic jewelry or yes. you know, pendants or items, artifacts, it's it's just a little nod to that, which is like mm. it's, it's quite cool. That is. Yeah, I noticed the first couple of episodes, it's sort of the titles happen, you see the countryside and it goes underground, doesn't it? Like yeah, you're saying, you it. see the jewel. Yeah. Um, and the, the the last couple of times it's come back up and you've seen them detecting they're either near to the stone or whatever. But this time it didn't come back to them detecting, no, did no. it? So I was cut like, to, oh, okay. cut but... to the supermarket. <laughs> so it's quite, yeah, uh, like a misfit, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, yeah, it's already shocked us, the viewer, into going, hang on a minute, what's going on? <laughs> wow, we see him detecting mm-hmm. straight away. And yeah, Lancey Boy, he <laughs> is in the supermarket and he is by the deodorant and scent type area, isn't he? <laughs> and uh, he looks tidy and you can see that he's uh, he's trying to maybe subtly choose a, a new deodorant, shall we say. But alas, it's not to be because who comes around the corner? The probably two you don't want to come around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, we see Sophie and Peter appear and, and Sophie's subtle as a brick. She's asking him what he's up to, isn't she? Quite yeah. loudly. And she, her little comment, she's like, why does it smell like the 90s? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still doesn't quite get it, does he? <laughs> No, he doesn't. He doesn't. So, uh, yeah, Peter's commenting as well because in the basket, at this point, they all know something's going on. So they're kind of teasing, aren't they? Mm, Trying to get more information out of them. Yeah, teasing that information, but it's not revealed. Yes, not revealed, but they do comment on Lance's flowers. And then as Lance is trying to very quickly exit the situation, Peter's telling him to enjoy his chocolates as well because they've spotted the chocolates in the basket yeah, too. I mean, the chocolates could have been for him. You never know. Like... <laughs> I mean, we all like some flowers and some sneaky box of chocolates, don't we? Like forever, <laughs> but we do prefer them to be born, uh, yeah, bought for us. <laughs> I've got a box of black magic downstairs from Christmas that so just talking <laughs> to me but um, I'm still on my keto diet so I'm just like oh my goodness how long can I be strong for <laughs> well I'm surprised you know I'm, I'm congratulating you for lasting this long so 
<laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think um, if I go out detecting for over four hours at the weekend, I might treat myself because I'd have earned it by then, wouldn't I? So we cut to the next scene, and it's great because no, no, no sooner has uh, Sophie and Peter seen Lance scurry around the corner uh, in the supermarket to get away from them, we're at Andy and Becky's house, and Andy's upstairs, obviously yeah. dealing with Stanley, and the phone yeah. rings, um, and it's Sophie ringing, and this was like it's made me think, oh, you know, Becky and Sophie are kind of mates now because she doesn't sort of scowl at the phone, yeah. does she? She just goes, Sophie's calling. I still felt said, a little bit awkward it? though, you know, like Becky answering the phone to Sophie when Sophie's calling Andy's phone still gives me that little like oh (laughs) I know I mean because you I don't know are you ever going to get over seeing your other half kissing some other woman it's like like, there's never any good reason for that to have happened Sophie definitely crossed the line you don't just grab someone you know and snog them do you (laughs) (laughs) even if they just have found some gold you just don't do it (laughs) no no completely uh, not 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 necessary <laughs> not necessary so yeah you always would feel some kind of way towards them um but uh becky is communicating up to andy upstairs what's going on because uh, he goes what's going on and sophie said that something's going down um and then they start talking about um different aspects of what she's seen and she said it's fahrenheit freesias and chocolates <laughs> And he's like, oh, no, stay close, stay close, because he wants to know how bad it is, doesn't he? Because Lance yeah, is yeah. presumably so out of touch with dating, which is what they think he's doing right now. Instructed to follow um, at, a, at a, what is it, um, like a, a reliable pace yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stay back. <laughs> Pretty much on your bellies, like commando crawling along to try and spy on Lance and what he's up to. <laughs> Oh dear. So yeah, they, uh, Becky gets off the phone for Sophie, and um, they're sort of talking about it. And then Becky says she wants to go out just the two of them. Mm-hmm. So you think, oh, romantic? Do we think there could be an ulterior motive with Becky? Perhaps. Perhaps. I love the next line. I love that. I love the part when she says she follows it up with, "Her mum is free," and. Uh, and and Andy's just like, well, she has no friends, and that's already like a, a diss. <laughs> and she's like, no, she doesn't cost anything. I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, free. She's free. I would assume that meant she's available on the, you know, on the night rather than she doesn't cost anything. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then he's moaning, isn't he? Because he's worried about Becky's yeah. mom and how yeah. it, she is with Stanley and the routine. Um, and Becky says she's got a plan to deal with that. And Andy's like, murder? <laughs> <laughs> Becky's like, not murder, no. <laughs> so the date is on. Becky and Andy are going to go out for a nice date by the looks of things, which is great news. Um, and we very swiftly sort of go straight into Lance sat on a park bench, isn't he? Yeah. Looking a little bit worried. Look, he sat with these uh, flowers, flowers and chocolates. chocolates. Looks like he's waiting for somebody special. But as the camera sort of uh, pans out, you realise he's sitting between, very closely between two bins. <laughs> One is <laughs> he's not picking the best spot. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, he's right next to a smelly dog poo bin with the flies, as you say. And he realises that and goes, oh, yeah, that's probably not very good. So then he shuffles along on the same bench towards the actual stinky normal bin. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, no, Perfect. he's just not good at this, is he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
gosh. Um, and then we see our spies, our uh, MI5 agents, a.k.a. Sophie and Peter, who are spying from a distance, as instructed by Andy. And they're having a look on. And they're having a bit of a giggle, aren't they, yeah. at, at Lance's expense? Yeah. The, the, um, Mean duo, yeah. Lance, a little bit cruel. I think we're starting to side mm. with Lance on this this bit, being like, just leave him alone. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, I th- I think, uh, and I thought at this point he was probably on to, because it seems like he's been teasing it for a while. But I think he knows they're there, really, and um, I think we find that out as it goes on. So. You see, Lance is overthinking things, and he bins the flowers and chocolates first of all, doesn't he? Yeah, I'm kind of like, oh man, like that's that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, he's trying so hard. He's really overthinking everything. Um, and you you sort of flip back to to Sophie and Peter, and I think they're thinking that he's been stood up, mm, which is some yeah. of the giggling too, right? Um, but then you see this blonde girl approaching from behind them. Who looks very much like the blonde lady that Lance was holding hands with last week in the cafe. So, yes, who might this be? Um, and then it's quite a comedy, really, because Peter and Sophie suddenly just start pretending to be finding yeah, something. Don't yeah, they? yeah, it's quite, it's quite. I found it very awkward to watch, but it's, uh, it's still got that. Um, Almost like you say, like a detectorist thing, isn't it? Like they're, you know, always trying to find something, looking for something, but they're actually acting it out this time, um, <laughs> completely failing at it. But <laughs> yeah, and Sophie's like to Peter, Oh, is it expensive what you lost or something? And he's like, ah. <laughs> It's so awkward. And uh, Kate is stood there looking at them, and she's not stupid, is she? No. She's like, she knows what's going on. Um, and so Sophie and Peter embarrassed themselves enough and they scurry off yeah. away, don't they? Yep, so they should. <laughs> Stop being so nosy. So they should. <laughs> yes, yeah, being so blimmin' nosy. So um, Kate and Lance kind of walk together at that point, don't they? He's walking towards her, she's walking towards him. Um, and Lance, Lance has clocked them and he's like, what was that about? And uh Kate says, I don't know, but they were spying on yeah. you. So she, she just comes, she knew what was happening, didn't she? And yeah. this is what gave me the tip off that Lance perhaps knew that anyway, because he doesn't seem concerned, does he? But then he's just so happy to be in her presence. So. Yeah, yeah, albeit very awkward and very just very Lance as they, you know, stroll off together. It's just a bit like, <laughs> Yeah, this way, off we pop. <laughs> So, yes, I think he's pleased that she's rocked up, which is good. And, uh, yeah, Lance hasn't been stood up, so I was happy at that for sure. Um, We cut over and we're in the village hall at the club. And, uh, again, Sophie's gossiping. She's letting them all know what she's seen. (laughs) And Andy's just confirming, so Lance did ditch the flowers and the chocolates, yeah? Mm. She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're wondering what that means. And Andy certainly is very confused at this point. Um, and then, bless her, Sheila comes in. Yay, Queen <laughs> Sheila. Sheila. There she is. <laughs> she starts talking about the wonders of technology and the fact that Terry sent an email to New Zealand the other day. <laughs> oh, I love this. It's just so silly, isn't it? And 
she even uh, <laughs> she even gets him to come over. Terry, where did you send it to? And it's like he comes over really proud as well. Like, yeah, New Zealand. Yeah. Where else? <laughs> <laughs> Emailed Rory and Simone, didn't I? That's what he, he tells everybody in New Zealand. <laughs> she is brilliant. She's a, a little bit of life relief, isn't she? Whenever yeah. she comes on yeah. screen, lighthearted, so cool. Yeah. And then we hear the familiar squeak of the club door opening and everybody turns because, again, you never know what's coming through that door. Um, and it's Lance. He's coming in and he's saying, oh, sorry, I'm late. Uh, and he's just obviously turned up from his uh, meeting everyone with Kate. Stares. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's staring. Everyone's looking for, like, the signs. You do that, don't you, when you know your mates had a date or something. You're like, are they smiling? You know, are they happy? What's going on? Mm-hmm. But he yeah. seems quite light, doesn't he, as he walks in and happy. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. In a good Things place. Have gone well. In a good yeah. place. Um, and Andy immediately comments, mm, you smell nice. <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> um, but the team is sort of gathered round, aren't they? And this was really cool. They're looking at a photograph um, of the crash location and how they're it's trying to work time. out. Yep. Yeah, where they're going to find it and all the rest of it. And um, they think they've worked out the position. They think they're going to spot on and they know where they're going to go. But Lance, because Lance is awesome at this stuff, he just proclaims you're in the wrong place. And everyone kind of looks at each other like, how can you know? You've just literally walked in. What's going on? And this was really cool. Only he would spot the the detail on the motorbike. That's it. The number plate is reversed, isn't it? Or the photo is reversed. The number plate's back to front in the... In the yeah. photo. Yes. So, good spot. Yeah, really good spot. It's those little details. It really is. When you're looking at your LIDAR and all the rest of it, <laughs> make sure it's not the Google watermark on your maps and all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's realized that the, the photo's back to front. So, where they thought the position was actually it isn't. It's the other side of where they can see the tower. Well done, Lance. That's why you need many eyes sometimes, don't you, to see these things. Um, But that throws up a a problem then, doesn't it? Because Andy's all confident it's on their permission. Mm -mm. No, No, it turns out it's not. And whose permission or whose land is it? (laughs) Well, the mayor. And it turns out they're actually doing a big favour for the mayor. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or so they um, unfortunately... Are being dragged into to doing, yes. <laughs> as we find out, um, mm-hmm. you know, Terry kind of says, you know, that we're doing this favour for the mayor. So if you head back up there, find his <laughs> ceremonial chain, we could uh, p- politely ask him if he could uh, grant mm-hmm. access to his land. Got a bit of leverage, haven't they? Then, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, Russell and you aren't really <laughs> excited at the idea. <laughs> They're both a bit traumatised and Russell's saying, we saw terrible things up there. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we caught an infection. <laughs> I've, just, I've just put down Hugh is scarred for life. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> they should have just had him rocking in a corner or something for the terrible <laughs> things he saw. <laughs> but Terry's like, come on, pull yourself together. Um, you should even go there now. And it's obviously towards the end of the oh, day and they're, they're fearful. Yeah. They don't want to go back at that time of day. <laughs> so they said they'll, they'll go in the morning, which I thought, yeah, that's a much more sensible idea myself. <laughs> so that was really good. And then they go off traditionally to the pub 
Always makes me want a pint again, those nice glasses. We spoke about this with Carl, didn't we, many moons ago. Um, I think I'm going to have to get myself one of those glasses. I want the old-fashioned pint glass with a handle. needs to be done. Um, So they're in there and uh, Terry's explaining to Lance and Lance is saying, you know, um, oh, my other screen's gone off. That's strange. Oh, it's back again. Um, And Lance is saying, you know, (laughs) why would he want to do that in the chains of office? And Terry's saying, oh, you know, he's not judgmental, is he, Terry? He's like, oh, I don't know. People just like to do these things. And then Sheila pops up. You, Sheila. (laughs) (laughs) You, Sheila. And she's like, well, Terry likes to wear. And then Terry, very swiftly. Cut her off. Yeah. yeah. Lance doesn't want to know that. I don't think he does. I don't don't, think any of us do. I don't think we do. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need to know that. Um, and there's this massive load of drinks, isn't there, for everybody in the clubs. It's quite busy in the club now. The club is generating more people coming in and That's the excitement. It. But there's a massive pile of drinks and Terry pays for it, doesn't he, which I thought was good. Yep. Good chap. Yep. Back to the table. Peter is uh, speaking to Sheila, asking her if she'll go out with a metal detector. And her response is a wee bit disappointing, but I'm not surprised as I often get this kind of response when I offer to my friends that they can come out with me. I don't know about you, Emma. Do you get the same from some people? Some of my friends would love love to come out with me. And, you know, they always said, like, they'd love to come out and try it and things. But it's, it's my, my husband, he's, he's not so keen. You know, when I go out on rallies or, you know, I go out for the day and I'm like, come in with me, got my spare detector. He's like, no. <laughs> So I, I always ask, I always no try, but it's, I'm like, come on, you know, you know, you don't know what you would find. You you might find something amazing, but he's um he has detected before with me, and on his second time out, he found a hammered coin. So when he found Whoa. that, he thought he had completed metal detecting. So oh, I see. <laughs> so he was kind of like, yeah, I've done it now. Like I've had a go. <laughs> Not for had him. a go. That's very good. That's the end of that. Yeah. So Sheila says she couldn't think of anything more tedious. Um, and I do I do get a lot of that. People are like, oh, well, I'm interested because you're interested. And I like to see what you found. But I just think to some people walking around for hours and hours and hours in the mud and rain isn't really their cup of tea. So I can forget them for that. <laughs> yeah, I understand it. But it's like, yeah, for us, it's different as well, isn't it? Like I love yeah. being out in the nature and all that sort of stuff. Exactly. It's in our bones. We're completely addicted. That's the truth of the matter. Um, So, yeah, when she says that, it's quite funny because it pans everyone around the table. It's a little bit awkward at that point. I don't know, a little bit. (laughs) What are you trying to say, Sheila? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Peter, this is really funny. Peter starts talking about the club and having a good um, number of female detectorists. He's starting to talk about diversity, isn't he? Yes. And I, I don't know if you spotted my post last night from the from the podcast, but I'm looking from time to time um, at Spotify or Apple um, Podcasts, and it tells me the stats of who's listening, yes. how many people yep. are listening, yep. all that jazz. And I posted it up that at the moment, as of this recording, 18% of the listenership is females. And I think it was something like 68 
Well, males, and then there's some not said and non-binary. Non-binary, yeah. A couple yeah. of percent, yeah. yeah. A couple of percent each. That, so that was really interesting. It sort of fitted in with this conversation. So he's like, oh, you know, there's a good number of uh, female detectorists. And then Ter- Terry proudly says, um, he reckons they're above God, average. So plus, <laughs> we've got two lesbians plus an Asian. <laughs> oh, it's just dear. like, oh. Goodness, Terry. So we're, we're hitting all the um, non-PC points again on this episode. But Sheila, bless her, she yeah. points out, doesn't she? Well she done, makes Sheila. me proud. She's actually, you know, she's actually confident and smart in herself. Yes. For once, we don't, we don't, I don't think we ever expected her to be like this. <laughs> yes. Very direct, very confident. She points out that Louise and Varda are also women and not just lesbians. And Terry says, but you know what I mean? We've got all minorities covered. And Sheila goes, are women a minority? Yeah. Good for, good for yeah, Sheila, we're making us proud. Yeah. Terry crosses his arms at this point. He's obviously feeling a little bit, uh-oh. And uh, he's like, well, you know what I mean? And Sheila's like, I don't think we do. So, yes, <laughs> bravo, Sheila. And then Terry comes out with the uh, the, the usual, oh, God, it's a minefield. I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> Which is probably wise, Terry, at this point. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. And then, uh-oh, who's approaching... <laughs> them We've two got, yeah, yeah phil and paul as, aka simon Garfunkel, aka so we, we know the, them as yeah the, the junk shocks <laughs> <laughs> i like the way we said that at the same time so yeah it's funny andy confirms oh it's the dirt sharks and um Simon and Garfunkel, uh, like, we well, don't know why everyone has an issue with that name we unanimously chose it from a short list um, Lance asking what were the other options and then we get the uh, the dirt surfers <laughs> to be fair if they wanted to sound oh, more friendly no. I think they should have gone with the dirt surfers <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds so wrong though doesn't it either way it dirt sharks dirt surfers <laughs> oh dear um, they love it though, don't they? And they want to talk to Peter because, of course, they they feel like they know it all, don't they? Um, yeah. So they want to inform Peter about a few bits and pieces. And Peter, he goes, "Well, these are my friends. They're helping me. Whatever you got to say to me, you can say in front of my it's friends." Everyone. Yeah, I like that. That was really cool. So yeah, they go off. You do realize you need a license with MOD to dig there. We know that's already sorted, right? We knew that a couple of episodes ago. He'd already approached Terry about that for help getting the license under the DMDC's name. Um, And he's talking then about the fact you're going to need to get have a flow present um, to record items of value. Um, And this is where mm, Mm, Paul cuts them off very quickly. Yes. Like, yes. Before they finish speaking, Paul says, "We, you know, we've got this all covered as well," and you know, makes yes. up, makes me suspicious. What were they gonna say? Yeah, yeah. And Lance had a bit of suspicion, and Andy actually after last week when um, Simon and Garfunkel approached them after speaking to Peter. Do you remember? So yeah. yes, it's all sounding a bit weird and fishy. But yeah, he um, he sort of scolds them, and they scurry off again as they tend to do Simon and Garfunkel, don't they? Um, and she does like, ooh, they give me the willies. 
<laughs> yeah, they really do. <laughs> um, and then they talk a little bit about so- Sophie being part of the dark side at one time. Her one yeah, time. yeah. Tick researcher and the group saving her. A lot of flirting um, going on there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of gazing into eyes and things with Sophie yeah. and Lisa, right? Um, and this prompts Andy to sort of like check in with Lance and go, well, you mm. know, age gap. And then he starts talking about 20 years, and Lance is like, what are you talking about? There's not 20 years age difference between them two. Yeah. And testing the waters, isn't it's it? Fishing, it's isn't it? Yeah, it's fishing. Like, yeah. Fishing again, and Lance is playing with him. Um, so yeah, they all finish up and exit the pub. Um, and Andy's asking Sophie if she's walking home, at which point Sophie gets a bit awkward, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, because Peter's going to give her a lift, and we all know what that's like. And you're kind of <laughs> trying to shake off your mates, aren't you? Because you want to have some time with a person. Mm-hmm. Um, so she ditches Andy um, because he comes out, Peter, and they sort of go off. And Andy kind of longingly gazes after them at this point, (laughs) doesn't he? It's a weird, it's a bit of a weird one. It's just like, oh, yeah, okay. Is that the way you read that? I was kind of like, is he sort of like feeling like he's missing out with Sophie or is it that he's just not clocked that there's something going on with them two still or I couldn't work it out. Yeah, I think it's, it's that. It's that obvious that surely he must have clocked it, you know, like the very yeah. together all the time, flirting and all that. So yeah. I don't know. It was just a bit of an unusual one. Hmm. Daydreaming, I kind of put it too. Like he's just daydreaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That plus maybe a bit of feeling left out or something. I don't know. So, yes, we cut back. We're in the morning now and Russell and Hugh are back in the car park. <laughs> They are raring to go. They're going to have to just get it done because they need to get it done. So they've got this leverage over the mare. Get it over Um, and done with. (laughs) And that's exactly what Russell says, isn't it? He says, we better get it over and done with. Wow. So they're they're detecting around and it looks quite calm and nice. And then you start seeing them detecting and they're finding various bits and pieces. Detecting See, over this, bras. <laughs> this is the bit that annoyed me in the show because I know, like, obviously they've got to set the scene. They've got to show all the rubbish that's there and, you know, items of clothing and beer cans and whatever. But if this is, in my mind, I'm watching it and I'm like, but if you're searching for this huge, chunky ceremonial thing, it's just going to be laying on the top, isn't it? It's, it's going to be <laughs> yeah. no need to be running your detector over... <laughs> glass that's barely a centimeter long so that that just yeah. was that for me got my got me on the edge a little bit as <laughs> <laughs> a slowly gridding the area and taking hours <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and you see them like so you you see a bra okay fair enough maybe an underwire <laughs> if they had to detect a really long grass mm-hmm. whatever but then they're sort of like picking up old car bumpers <laughs> and like yeah. a plastic hubcap and it's like to your point it's really not there if you can't see it in that bit of car park it's definitely not there it's just to set the scene so i get that but yeah (laughs) (laughs) but we're realistic we're professional detectorists we did not like that bit (laughs) no no it's it's not it's going to be laying on the top it's not going to be down under under the ground (laughs) 
exactly. So yeah, um, Hugh suddenly sees it, doesn't he? He finds yes. it. Eyes only find my ad. He didn't run his detector over it. Um, so <laughs> Hugh goes, oh, he says to Russell, he found it. It's like, oh, and then Russell says, what is it? And Hugh's like, look. And at this point, yeah. I was eating at the time, and I was just <laughs> like, <"Ooh." laughs> you know, what I did probably was even worse because you know it briefly shows the gold chain, and then it mm. cuts to you saying, "Look," and they discuss. And I actually rewound it to see if I could did spot. You? Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "There's nothing there." Like, I can't really see anything from the previous, you know, the shot of the, uh, the previous activities. <laughs> yes. So, um, oh, that's funny. Um, they're alluding yeah. to again what they see in front of them, and uh, um, Russell's like, "What is it?" Hughes look, and he goes, "Oh, yeah, I've seen a few of those about, all in different colours. <laughs> that one's knotted." <laughs> <laughs> that was the point. I went, Whoop. "Yeah." <laughs> Um, and he's like, I'm not touching it. Um, and Russell suggests they flick it off with a stick. <laughs> Both Pop of them kind kid. of look yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, there's no sticks in the vicinity. So Hugh says, can you get me a stick? So mm-hmm. Russell goes off to try and find a stick. But they found it. This is good news, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're heroes and uh, they'll have some leverage with the mayor to get that permission. Good news. Um, so we now cut, it must be the evening of the same day, and Becky and Andy are at their lovely romantic dinner. There's no agenda, so just a romantic date night. But, um, yeah, it's quite, uh, it opens again. Again, see, I was eating, and Andy starts off talking about <laughs> Stanley and a Poonami. He's had a Poonami. It's all gone up his back, into his hair. We've all experienced these. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> And what even Becky's feeling a bit queasy. Yeah, what a nightmare. She says she's just had a sticky toffee pudding. Can we change the subject? <laughs> and uh, she prompts Andy and says, you know, do you want a drink? She's uh, she's trying to get me a little wee bit tipsy. To, yeah, that's, that is definitely the impression I get. She's like, because she's like, yeah, go on, let's have another one. And Andy kind of gives her a yeah. look and she's like loving life, being like child free for the night, having a drink. <laughs> Yeah, wild and free. Um, so yeah, she he sort of goes, mm, all right then. Um, and then Becky starts, doesn't she, with actually what she really wants to talk about. So she wants to talk about Gay Martin and what he's been talking about in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and Andy's hesitant, isn't he? He's just like, oh, you know, with the baby. Um, she's scared that they'll never do anything. She's got hopes yeah. and dreams, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah. I wants to crack on with things. And then she's like, I need you to tell me what the issue is. She wants to know. And that's only fair, I think, isn't it? If you're in a couple, you want to know, understand your partner. What is it exactly? Is it just he doesn't want to go? Is he mm-hmm. fearful? So she's like, I need you to be brave. And at this point, the waiter comes over. Yes, <laughs> and this is so silly. And this, it's so silly. It really sums them up as characters and people, doesn't it? Because she's yeah. like... I'm going for it. She she wants a double scotch, double with no ice. She doesn't want the alcohol yep. water down. She wants no. it all straight up. And then do you the remember what Andy stuff. <laughs> I just, I, I haven't written it down, but it's something like weak, tepid, caffeine-free <laughs> coffee, milky or something. <laughs> That's right. The least scary of drinks. And then he gets offered a marshmallow by the the waiter to go with it. <laughs> and Becky's just it, looking yeah. on. 
Frowning. I don't think the waiter was serious. Um, but Andy was like loving it up. Like, yes, I will have the marshmallow, actually. Yeah, actually, actually, that sounds fantastic. So he's ordered a very safe drink, hasn't he, compared to Becky's double scotch on no ice. Um, so the waiter scurries off to go get the drinks and she starts going into detail about the opportunity. And to be honest, it does mm. sound perfect, doesn't it? If this was their good. plan all along. Mm. I would definitely be tempted in that. Like, there's just, she's done her research. She really has done her research. And the fact it's perfect for both of them, they want graduate, graduate archaeologists. Um, they want, they're building the new village. They need teachers. I mean, yep. it really sounds perfect. And at this point, <laughs> you can see the fear in Andy's eyes. And they suddenly reverts to, well, you know, your mum helps out a lot. So suddenly yeah. Becky's mum comes in handy for this <laughs> for this argument. He's like, well, you know, she helps us a lot. And your job's the only security we've got. We need that. To which mm-hmm. uh, Becky then drops a bombshell. Mm-mm. Actually, we don't. Mm. <laughs> No, actually, we don't. So she sort of confesses to the fact that when she went back to work, she told them she was only going back for a term because she was really hopeful that he was going to get his job right. And she's upset she's not spending time with Stanley. So she's out of there. She's out of that school soon anyway. So, you know, they're going to be in trouble if they don't take a shot at this. Yeah. Then Andy, with some relief, points out, oh, no, they've missed the application date. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then Becky's very straight, serious face. She goes, well, I applied for you and your interview's on Tuesday. Yeah, I love that. I'm like, yes, Becky, do it. (laughs) She's seen all scenarios and she's gone, well, let's just do this anyway, just in case. Um, So, again, she's begging him to be brave. You can tell he's like a very cautious person, scared of everything, scared with Stanley. And she's like, please be brave. Um, And they've got their drinks at this point. (laughs) This was fantastic. So Andy's kind of looking at his marshmallow and Becky's looking on. She's looking quizzical and she's like, oh, my goodness, what is he doing? And then he's like, what, the marshmallow? Oh, do you think it'll keep me up all night, the sugar? And she's just like, oh, my God, he's so scared of everything. But you know what? He takes a leap, doesn't he? He goes for it. He eats the marshmallow. He, he throws all of his fears of a sleepless night out the window. Becky takes a swig of her drink and you can tell she's got a bit of hope, hasn't she? She's like, mm, maybe he is going to be brave. He ate the marshmallow. Maybe he's going to be brave. Willing so, yes. to take the risk. Willing to take the risk, yeah. You might as well try and then come scurrying home <laughs> rather than not try at all. Maybe that's her approach to life. So, yeah, we cut from there and uh, good old Lance and Andy, they're on their regular detecting session together, aren't they? Yeah, a fairly normal detecting session. (laughs) Apart from Lance is literally swinging the biggest coil in the world. I know, it was so funny, wasn't it? It was a big old 13-incher and it's quite short anyway. It just looked a bit weird. (laughs) Heavy, yeah, I imagine that's heavy. Very heavy. Um, and they're having their chat, as we do with our detecting buddies. And Andy is saying to uh, to Lance, and he's like, what, what's Wala? Africa. And he's like, yeah, what do you think we mean? <laughs> and Lance Botswana is on very... Thames. Yeah, Botswana on Thames. <laughs> Lance is very like, well, you know, sounds brilliant. So 
Lance's transformation from episode one, when he was all down in the dumps and his flat was a mess, to now he's like seemingly a new man. So, you know, we would all presume it, it's a new person in his life that would make him feel that way. And you can tell that's what Andy's digging towards, mm, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, Andy's like, oh, well, what about detecting? And Lance is like, no, don't worry about me. I'm not going to have much time for detecting soon anyway. Yeah, still <laughs> trying to drop those little seeds, isn't he? Still trying to be a bit, not too much information, but making Andy want more. Yeah, absolutely. Teasing the hell out of Andy. And Andy's still not biting. He's still trying to be patient. Um, so they continue detecting, like you say, with Lance's giant coil. Um, and then we see them having a break under one of the many trees. So they're having their usual tea break and um, they start talking about some guy that they knew detecting with dress up, fancy dress style. Yeah. Have you ever come across anyone dress, uh, in fancy dress when detecting? Yes, yes. I have seen a few. Um, well, actually, I, I, two springs to mind. I've seen, uh, this has been out on rallies, so, you know, when I've travelled mm. down to Devon or something, and uh, there's this guy who dresses up as a Viking. Um, so, like, proper, proper everything, like, you know, all the Viking clothes, this crown, so he's like a king or something, or y'all. Wow. Um, this is in him, and also um, on the Rodney Cook rally last year, there was a couple of people dressed as knights of the you know Knights Templar uh, oh yeah that's their that's their metal detecting group on Facebook as well like Knights Templar metal detectors <laughs> they're wearing like big like Knights Templar robes with like cross on it and <laughs> mm, amazing chain mail and all <laughs> not I don't think it was I don't think they're wearing real chain mail you know it's kind of just like fancy dress type of stuff um, <laughs> They'd be setting but, off the detectors all the time, otherwise, wouldn't they? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they like detecting your own chain mail, like, or if a bit falls off. Or... <laughs> Here's another bit. Here's another bit. Yeah. But, um, oh gosh, yeah, quite like fun, fun. fun. Fun for that. Yeah, quite fun. I don't think they do it for any reason other than the fun. You know, it's not like in the series where they're talking about the chap who, who feels like he's whatever he dresses up as, he feels like he's going to dig that up. You know, so. <laughs> Yeah, so that's dead funny, isn't it? They're talking about if he dresses up in a toga, you know what he's after. And then yeah. Andy's like, yeah, you don't want him going for, uh, what does he say? Is it the pre prehistoric uh, or something? Or, yeah, um... prehistoric, because it's just a very, what did they say? It was like rabbit a rabbit skin. skin. <laughs> like loincloth. <laughs> Not a pretty picture. And so it's that the fact really that they're funny. making us imagine it, because they're telling us quite visually... <laughs> little lawn cloth and he's quite a large man as well so. <laughs> just putting oh, that image into God. everybody's heads there <laughs> exactly exactly oh man so yes they are chatting along and so andy brings up celebrity university challenge doesn't he because he knows mm -hmm. normally you can elicit a good conversation yeah, a good at once when we're talking yeah. about quizzes but Lance, of course he's like oh no i didn't watch it because you know i was out and he's teasing some more <laughs> And Andy's just like you kind say, of he's like, trying to get Andy to bite. <laughs> he really is. He's like, oh no. And Andy at this point is just starting to talk over him, isn't he? Because you can tell he's about to snap. <laughs> he's like, why do they always give the celebrities an easy general knowledge round? And the usual university challenge, general knowledge rounds really, really difficult. And then Lance is going, oh well, and then Andy stands up and he's like, Christ's sakes, he says. 
stop speaking in riddles. Tell me what's going on. <laughs> Finally, and, uh, I think we're all at this point. Like, up. yes, <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> um, and they're yeah, they're talking about it, and uh, Lance stands up and shouts, "She's my daughter!" So it's a very sort of cat Slater almost moment mm. out of EastEnders, wasn't it? When it's like, "I'm your mother." <laughs> yeah, almost, almost. The thing that got me is that like, I think I would just immediately be like like speechless whereas <laughs> and is immediately like right okay or something <laughs> <laughs> okay then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they sit back down again and then lance goes to talk but andy goes hang on a minute i'm just trying to digest that because it uh, obviously has hit him sideways he wasn't expecting that at all um so yeah really funny lance gets his big reveal um and they start talking about it you know did you know? He said, yeah. He had an email about a month ago. And then he talks about way back when uh, Kate's mother, who looked very much like Kate, um, and he says Kate's about 22, so it's when she was about her age, obviously got pregnant and got uh, whisked off by her family to Ireland by the sounds of things. Yeah, mm. it was all very serious chat. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So he didn't have a choice in the matter and never knew where they went. So, yeah, he just didn't know what happened, but he always hoped that she'd find him one day. Um, And then he talks about, now I couldn't, you can help me out with this, Emma. Was it the girl he got pregnant that chopped up the bed sideways with the chainsaw? Or was it the mother of the girl that got pregnant that chopped up? I've watched this twice. I watched it yesterday and I watched it again today just to refresh my mind before we jumped on this. And I yeah. I I straight away heard it was her. It was the she found out she was pregnant. I assume yeah. that was the actual girl who was pregnant. Um yeah. chopping the bed up. Yeah. Now, now you've said that, I'm questioning it. I might have to watch it a third just, time. I'm just... I'm just wondering why would she chop up the bed sideways? Was she that annoyed? I have many, many questions. Many, many mm. questions. Maybe we'll find out in another subtitles episode. on. I had to do that in today's That's session episode idea. um to find out what Sheila was drinking at the pub because I couldn't quite hear <gasps> what Terry said she was drinking. And I don't really drink um, wine. Not, mm, and it was a type mm-hmm. of wine. So I was like, oh, okay, makes sense. But um because uh, yeah, I always think sometimes. that you and Sheila drink quite similar drinks, don't you? Because you like yeah. your pina coladas and your snowballs. So I can yeah. see why you're interested which, in that. Yeah, which is why I was interested. So I was like, mm, yeah. I bet that's something. <laughs> I don't think it would have been. <laughs> no, it's some kind of wine. We don't want that, do we? <laughs> Nothing exciting. Bucks Fizz or something would have been more exciting. Um, that's a good tip, though. I'll put the subtitles on next time. And um, both Ellie and Ross do delve into the actual scripts, so we might have to ask one of those two to look for us and see if there's any more detail um, on who was chopping up the bed. But somebody chopped up Lance's bed way back then in Half Sideways. It's quite funny because Andy thinks about it for a second and he goes, long ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no across <laughs> side to side <laughs> i just love this scene it's just it's gone from serious conversation to just a little bit jokey at the end like which which direction was it cut? <laughs> <laughs> the specific the details matter right the details really matter so you can imagine these things um so lance yeah he's full of He's full of life, isn't he? New excitement yeah. with his daughter turning up. And he says, look, mate, it's a brave new world. Take that job. 
Go for um, it. Go for it. And then Andy's back to the bed going, did the council come and get the bits of bed? Then? <laughs> <laughs> it's all too much for Andy. He's in like life support mode with this conversation. He can't focus on all of the stuff going on. Um, Lance anyway confirms he, he got rid of it. it. He took it to the tip and it took him tri- three trips in total. Three trips. <laughs> and, and always end on a comedy bit. So <laughs> <laughs> Always do. And that's the end of the episode. So wow action-packed episode (laughs) we're left on more cliffhangers um what's going to go on with becky and andy he's got his interview coming up obviously so we know knowing andy is going to be in a packed state about that becky's pinning all their hopes and future on him being brave and really going for it and then lance and his brave new world uh, with his daughter in tow and then of course the gang have got the mayor's chain so now they can so uh, progress yes mm. they can use that as leverage to go in that field and then who knows what's going to happen yeah very excited for the next episode i so, can't yes. wait for the next episode i feel like this this episode was a little bit um setting the scene type stuff really wasn't it we were following yeah. a lot of personal storylines in this one very much not a lot of detecting but we are ready to go now they just got to get that mm. meeting in with the mayor giving back his chain so i'm sure terry can work his magic there for sure <laughs> so yeah thank you very much em um we look forward to having you back in a couple of weeks time towards the end of this hey. season very excited um and yeah you take care of yourself and we'll speak to you soon cool thanks have a good one yeah you too bye, bye.